0: Dr. Baliga here. This podcast is on emergencies in hematology and oncology. Specifically, we'll be discussing hypercalcemia of malignancy. It's from an outstanding chapter titled Emergencies in Hematology and Oncology in Baliga's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. The authors are Dr. Thor Haftenerson, who is a professor of oncology the Division of Hematology and Oncology at Mayo Clinic Rochester. And the co-author is Dr. Eric Engelman, who is a practicing oncologist and hematologist in Dubuque, Iowa. His clinical area of interest is gastrointestinal oncology. Upper malignancy can occur at any time during the course of a malignancy, but is more common in advanced malignancies and is seen in up to one-third of the patients. Hypercalcemia is defined as ionized calcium that is greater than 1.29 millimoles per liter or elevated serum calcium when corrected for hypoalbuminemia that is attributable to malignancy. Pathophysiology, the most common mechanism is production of parathormone-related protein leading to increased release of calcium from the bone and increased absorption by the kidneys. Bone destruction or osteolysis is another mechanism commonly seen in breast cancer and multiple myeloma. Lymphomas can produce vitamin D analogues resulting in hypercalcemia. Finally, overproduction of intact hormone is a rare cause of hypercalcemia. Hypercalcemia malignancy is commonly seen in the lung, head and neck urologic and breast cancer and multiple myeloma. Keys to history. There's no absolute calcium level at which patient becomes symptomatic. The manifestations are non-specific. Symptoms include lethargy, confusion, anorexia, nausea, constipation, polyuria and polydipsia and symptoms of hypovolemia. No physical findings are diagnostic for hypercalcemia. Hypovolemia is commonly seen. A careful exam may reveal evidence of malignancy. Helpful diagnostic tests, including risk stratification or staging. Ionized calcium is the preferred test and is considered to be elevated when above 1.29 millimoles per liter. Total calcium has to be corrected for hypoalbuminemia using the following formula. Corrected calcium in milligrams per deciliter equals. Measured total calcium in milligrams per de- deciliter plus 0.8 multiplied by 4.0 minus measured albumin. Hyperchloremia, that is a serum chloride less than 100 milliequivalents per liter, suggests hypercalcemia of malignancy. Differential diagnosis, hypercalcemia can also cause by hyperparathyroidism, ingestion of exogenous calcium vitamin D and thiazide diuretics. Complications of hypercalcemia malignancy, hypovolemia, renal insufficiency, cardiac arrhythmias, kidney stones, pancreatitis and mental status changes. Untreated hypercalcemia malignancy frequently results in death from complications. Natural history and prognosis. Hypercalcemia malignancy is associated with a poor prognosis In the absence of effective anti-cancer therapy, survival is measured in weeks. Lowering serum calcium may have significant symptomatic and palliative benefits. Treatment. Volume expansion is the most important initial therapy as most patients are volume depleted. Five to thousand mils of normal saline over an hour can be given in the absence of cardiac dysfunction followed by infusion at 250 to 500 milliliters per hour until uvolemia and urine output is restored. Loop diuretics can exacerbate hypervolemia and worsen hypercalcemia and should be reserved for patients with volume overload. Calcium supplements, thiazides, and vitamin D should be discontinued. Bisphosphonates effectively control hypercalcemia but the onset of action is slow, that is in days. Pamidronate and Zoledronic acid can be used with Pamidronate is favored in renal insufficiency. Pamidronate 60 to 90 milligrams IV can be given over 2 to 4 hours. Zoledronic acid 4 mg IV over 15 minutes. Calcitonin rapidly lowers calcium, but tachyphylaxis prevents long-term use. Dose is 4 to 18 international units per kilo subcutaneous or IM every 12 hours. It has rapid onset of action. Glucocorticoids may help, especially in lymphoma or myeloma. Prednisone 60 mg per day PO or hydrocortisone 100 mg every 6 hours IV. As said, it's useful for hypercalcemia caused by overproduction of vitamin D in multiple myeloma and lymphoma. When to refer? Referral to nephrology for dialysis may be needed for severe renal insufficiency or volume overload. Medical oncology should be consulted for more definitive therapy. Multiple choice question. A 45-year-old female with a recent diagnosis of breast cancer presents to your clinic with a decreased appetite, nausea and lethargy. Her sister reports that she has become increasingly confused over the last day. Physical examination reveals a 3 by 4 cm right-sided ulcerating breast mass. EKG reveals a normal sinus rhythm but prolonged QTC interval of 500 milliseconds. Laboratory evaluation reveals a serum creatinine of 1.3 mg per deciliter and calcium of 14.5 mg per deciliter. Hypercalcemia of malignancy is suspected and she is admitted and given 1 liter normal saline, bolus, with normal saline at 175 cc per hour. She is able to produce 200 ml per hour of urine output over the first 24 hours. Later that evening, repeated calcium level is at 13.2mg per deciliter. She is given IV pamidronate that evening and that following day her calcium is 13.4 with continued urine output. On the third day of hospitalization her calcium is 14.0 despite continued hydration and she remains nauseated and lethargic. Which of the following is the most appropriate intervention in decreasing her serum calcium? One. Continue hydration but increase the IV fluid rate to 300 cc per hour. B. Prednisone 60 mg per day orally. C. Fluosomide 60 mg IV with the goal of increasing urine output. D. Administer gallium nitrate. E. Administer cytotoxic chemotherapy. And the answer is E. Hypercalcemia or malignancy can occur at any time during the course of malignancy, but it becomes more common as malignancy adv- advances. Although production of parathormone by a tumor is the most common mechanism of hypercalcemia, bone destruction or osteolysis driven by cytokine production is a common mechanism of hypercalcemia in patients with metastatic breast cancer. This patient has received aggressive hydration as well as bisphosphonate with little improvement in her serum calcium. Although the reduction serum calcium can be delayed with the uh, bisphosphonate, she has demonstrated persistent hypercalcemia two days after administration. Increasing the fluid rate has little benefit in improving calcium once adequate urine output has been achieved and the patient is euvolemic. Furosemide can further exacerbate hypovolemia and decrease urinary calcium excretion and should thus be reserved only for patients with clinical volume overload. Glucocorticoids may be helpful in management of hypercalcemia if driven by overproduction of vitamin D analogues, specifically in lymphoma and myeloma. While calcitonin may decrease the calcium level and improve symptoms, the effects are short-lived. Cytotoxic Chemotherapy directed against the malignancy causing hypercalcemia is often warranted in refractory hypercalcemia. Gallium and mitramycin are no longer used in the management of hypercalcemia of malignancy due to substantial toxicities. Therefore, the answer in this instance is E. Admin- administer cytotoxic chemotherapy. This podcast. It's derived from an outstanding chapter titled Emergencies in Hematology and Oncology in Baliga's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. This outstanding chapter is authored by Dr. Thor Hoftenerson, Professor in the Division of Hematology and Oncology at Mayo Clinic, Rochester, and Dr. Eric Engelman, who is a practicing oncologist and hematologist in Dubuque, Iowa.